Reloaded my pistol, cocked it back and shot him twice. Sean, you were right. Sorry, I've been listening to uh, YNW Melly, who's got a song called Murder on My Mind. Murder on My Mind. Yeah. And then the funny thing is, he's brought up this song, right, which details he accidentally shot his friend, apparently. Allegedly. Right? Allegedly. And then he's just been arrested for murdering two of his friends. So he literally must have murdered two of his friends, allegedly. Our lawyers have told us to say, allegedly murdered two of his friends and then thought, I'm going to cover this up. I know, I'll make a major hit about it. And then in the same vein as R. Kelly must have done, where he was given, literally telling us the whole time what he was up to. Um, YNW Melly's done it as well, so... Well... Yeah, I don't know if any of this is usable, but... I've, I've enjoyed our song, I've enjoyed the hooks. It's a very good song, it's just sad it's about uh, the murder of t- people with guns. Should we do a podcast? Yes, let's. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! Yes, this is episode 15 of Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith um, and my good friend Morgan Richards. It's me. You had to think then as if you hadn't done 14 previous episodes with me as well. Yeah, yeah. I. Um, that's because I... Forgot my intro. Yes, yes, it's the double S. Because oh. I was like, should I put that? In? Oh, no, let's make sure we announce Morgan's here. So, um, Morgan's here. I'm here. Yes, yes, it's the double S. I'm here. And, uh, and, and yeah, it's me, Morgan Richards. It's me. It's me. Oh, no. If your name was Morgan Richards, that would make. I don't know. It's me. It's me still has a little bit of a rhyme to it. Yeah, but it also kind of reminds people of the terrible illness as well, than me. Do you know what Emmy is? No. All right, well, we won't go into it now because that's very morbid and uh, it's not really what we want for a <laughs> podcast of this uh, fun and calibre. So, anyway, Morg, wh- what's going on? Wh- what are we up to now? Well, well, on the news this past week, right? crazy, cool. crazy things. Yes. I think we'll start, since we've started on a little bit of a sombre note, Prodigy. Uh, Prodigy frontman Keith Flint has passed yeah. away. Um, 49 years old. Hmm. One, I thought he was like 35 and he had been 35 for about 20 years. Yeah, he's kind of had that vibe, didn't he? He was never aging. He never aged. I don't know if Mohawks, do, uh, inverted Mohawks do that to you, but he never aged. And yeah, he's part of such a brilliant band. Prodigy were um, massive influence for loads of people. Like, ro- it, never as a band 
kind of gone over so many genres, crossed over so many genres. Like a dance band, like the headline download festival, like mm. a metal festival. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. mad. It's crazy. So, um, yeah, this is a bit of a sad start. But, uh, yeah, rest in peace to Keith Flint. Um, yeah, and I hope the rest of the other Prodigy boys are right as well. Yeah, it's been, I've seen a lot of things over the last couple of days on social media that they've posted about. That's been a massive shock to them. Um, well, everyone. If you just yeah. have a look at social media, everyone was affected. It seems like everybody loved him, and and uh, yeah, it's just it's terrible. It's a terrible thing mm. that he's gone. Yeah, I saw him live a couple of times and just blew me away every. Yeah. Well, they used to have time. a trick, right? What they do is, I don't know if many people know is, um, when they were booked to headline a festival, they'd have to have speakers brought in, especially, right? That would go under the stage, mm. but they would be facing down, right? So the bass would go into the floor. So whenever you're at a festival they were at, when you feel a <laughs> all that stuff, I know that's probably blown new year drums, and I'm sorry for that. All of that would be coming through the floor as well. Oh wow! Yeah, know, clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair go. Good booking, that. Good yeah. booking. Oh. Um, on a slightly more cheery note, Sean, one of your favourite bands ever, Limp Biscuit. Have you heard of them? You've heard of them, yeah. Yep. Um, they did a very special show this past week. Yep. That only cost three dollars. Yep. Nice in the Troubadour in Los Angeles as well, hmm. um, with the original Limp Biscuit lineup playing that album in full. Uh, it's not going to be as good as without me on it, I suppose. Mm, but true, um, yeah, I wish I could have been there. Uh, that would have been fantastic. I did try to get Jason Perry to go because he's currently out in LA. He's probably back by now. Yeah, he is back by now. But um, yeah, I, I messaged him and he said, "Oh, I'm coming back," and I was like. Get it, but he did go and see Muse the other day oh, did he? in Los Angeles and sent me videos and it looked incredible, which is French for incredible. Uh-huh. That's more uh, French, yeah, yeah. more French, more French, yeah. French reaction. Nice, and uh, yeah, they had a giant robot above them and lasers and amps with lasers. And Man. you know what, I, you know what, I'm like with lasers and fire, just. Go back and listen to the Winston <laughs> podcast. And yeah, we do love a little bit of fire. Uh, speaking of mad lineups, um, Warp Tour in uh, announced the 25th mad. anniversary, and that lineup seems to be just every emo band ever from that seeing all at once. Yeah, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's loads of bands that, um, yeah, were detrimental in music today. I reckon, hmm. like loads of bands. Um, would have been influenced by loads of those bands as well. So yeah, check that check our lineup up uh, out, not up. Check that lineup out, not l- <laughs> check that line out up. We talking about rugby? Um, what? What? I don't know. You've got line with out, this. line out. See, uh, never mind. I, never mind. I, anyway, never mind. Um, yeah, but apparently the the booker of Warp Tour, Big Kev, Big Kev, has come out and said that he actually put an offer in to get My Chemical Romance to reform for that. For those two dates over in the states. Wow, I wonder how much he. I'd love to have seen that email chain. <laughs> Kevin Lyman at warptour.com to um, my chemical romances manager at aol.com. Subject: Get my chem back together then for warp tour, and then the subject, uh, the message body was used thirty billion dollars. Yeah. Like how much? Oh, I I'd love stupid money. I'd love to see that. Well, I'd love to be a fly on the wall. It hasn't happened, so I'm guessing they've turned that down, whatever money So what was. money have they turned down? That's the question. <sighs> see, I didn't announce that. Mm. But, mm. but it's, got me, it's got me thinking, though, that 
their reunion always comes up in rock media. Yeah. Do you think that's like just a clickbait for emo kids these days? Do you think we should leave that alone? That the Mike Hem reunion because if it's yeah. ever going to happen, well, the thing is with all reunions, I say leave the bands alone, and um, I know this from being <laughs> one millionth as popular as Jared Way, right? Okay, um, but it's just up to bands, really. It's like, look, look, Jared Way's doing other projects now, right? Let him go and have a bash of those other projects first before coming back to Mike Hem. He's got Umbrella Academy's out on Netflix. That's quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got more music out. Frank's doing stuff. Um, Mikey's doing stuff. Ray's doing stuff. So they're all doing stuff. Yeah, that would have been quick if I just yeah, said that. I wouldn't rather name one of them. Yeah, one. true. And mention that as well. Frank Iro has announced that he's going to be releasing new music this spring. Oh, we're in spring. Where is it, Frank? I don't. You know, we. Yeah, I'm not going to start doing this, well, but we all know every he listens week, every, every week. week. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of new music, a couple of other things I wanted to mention. Of course, I know you've been excited about this. The big reunion that's happened this past week. That the Jonas Brothers are back. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Black had to go back together. Oh. But you would know. I, I don't know. Well, would I? I don't know. Well, I didn't think it was going to split up, did I? So, <laughs> <laughs> what do I know? Like, what oh. I don't know. Um, well, the Jonas Brothers are back, if that's good, any better for you. I yeah, don't. good on them. Yeah. Do you know what? It's got to that point in my career now where I'm not anti like pop music or anti anything like that if people are back together and are in bands i just go oh good on them oh, okay. because i know how much i wanted mine back together originally mm. so good i'm do you know what? i'm glad the jonas brothers have settled whatever family food they had <laughs> and they're muckers again well and jonas joe nick and barry the other one i was just gonna say barry jonas barry jonas clive clive Malcolm, Joe, Joe what what are their names? Joe, Nick, Joe, um, Nick, and I don't know Peter, Peter Jones, <laughs> Peter Jones. What? <laughs> <laughs> what the, I never know. Nick was brothers with the, uh, one of the dragons of Dragons Den. Oh, there's gonna be some people who've really got that joke, and some are gonna what the, I don't know. They're all now. Right, move, some people are turned off by now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, moving on. Just a couple more very quick things, uh, happy things I wanted to mention. Um, the excerpts. We all love the excerpts. I love the excerpts. They've just announced that they're going to be main support for Busted's well, UK Arena Tour. That's me just finding that out, and this is me super, super pleased for the excerpts. Listen to my smile. Can you hear that, then? You could hear me opening my mouth. Uh, uh, yeah. Ready? Yes! <laughs> That's, that's me smiling to the excerpts of Morning Bus. That's amazing for them. Awesome. Brilliant. Love it. Mm. Yeah, I can't wait to see what happens. I hope, do you know what? I hope that does really well for excerpts. It should do, because they are a massively underrated band who are brilliant. So, well done to the excerpts. Well done uh, to Charlie, James, and Matt for taking out the excerpts. And also well done to Busted for being... Um, Cracking chaps, yeah, and their new album is very, very good as well. Is it? Yeah, really Class. liked it. Really, I'm gonna it. get. Do you know what? I'm gonna listen to it in a car on the way home now. Oh, nice. And uh, 2000 Trees Festival have announced their lineup, and oh boy, is it good? It, yep, I think headliners. Yeah. Yumi at Six, have Death of Nirvana. Have you heard of them? You got Frank Iro playing every time I die. Have you heard of them? Have you heard of them? It's Bloody hell, they got four bands. Have you heard of four bands? That's, well, is there any more bands playing? There's a lot. There's a band called uh, Dream State who have just announced new music as well, and right. a band Good called uh, Holding Absence. No, I don't. Uh, think. I think their new album 
comes out today as well. Holding absent. Hmm. I've heard of that. I'm sure I have. Have you? Holding absent. Are they the colourblind lads? Everything's in black and white. Are they from Cardiff? Thereabouts. I, I know them, yeah. I yeah, know them. Yeah. I tell you what would be better for 2000 Trees. What? If they had the uh, number one podcast uh, featuring me, which is the only podcast featuring me, I suppose, so okay. I can get away with that and not you, get sued. Because <laughs> yeah. otherwise, if I said the number one podcast in the world, Joe Rogan could have put me in an arm bar, pulled my arm off, and then beaten me to death with it. Most probably, yeah. I but would, if I say this that. is the number one podcast featuring me, I'm not wrong because it's the only podcast I've ever been on. So far. But there we go. Well, facts are facts. If you listen to this and you've got a podcast, can I be on it? Or Morgan, me and Morgan, will you come on? Just, I'd like to be on somebody else's. I'm sick to death. So hang on. No. Right, hang on. So we've gone from asking people to come on the podcast for us to yeah, now go in. Oh. I want to be on other people's podcasts. Oh, can I leave now. this podcast and go to a different one? Um, no. It's not, uh, the, it's not the football transfer window. You can't put in a transfer request and go to Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan comes here. A swap for young Jamie. Swap straight out. Um, yeah, cool. 2003's. Great lineup. They should definitely have us involved. And also, um, oh, th- that's it. I think we should headline. We should headline. Yeah. Headline to imagine that. Right then. And your main act tonight after you, me at six. Shona Morgan sitting on a sofa rambling about bollocks. We'll get everyone out and the bar. The also, bar, the who's bar counting these trees? Yeah. No, first time, first time I ever went to 2000 Trees, I was telling people I was going to the festival, and people were saying, you know, is there actually 2000 Trees there? I have to go and count them. I didn't count them, because that would have been a waste of a weekend, but... Um, Definitely. But, yeah. Well, I don't know. It depends who was on, I suppose. Were we there that weekend? No, I think you were gone and dead and buried no, by then, but... I didn't and buried, no. Oh. Anyway, Morg, the Patreon. Patreon. Let's explain what the Patreon is. Well, you, well, by that I mean you explain what it is because I'll just mumble my word. I'll mumble. I've done it now. Go on, Morg, for God's sake, please. Well, if you're not aware, Patreon is a site which helps you help out creators to make content for you. Is that cool. A, is that a good explanation? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Basically, if you've enjoyed any of the f- former 15 hours of material we've put out so far and can spare... Um, I don't know, the price of a cup of coffee or a pint um, for me and Morgan to share. Check out patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N. So it's patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Check out the tiers. You can have, um, there's different levels to everything. Or you can make your own custom tier and decide how much you'd like to donate and support us. Yeah. and of course, in those tiers, there's special rewards, exclusives, and all those kind of stuff for you to get back as a little thank you from us as well. Yeah, so uh, check it out. Um, if there's nothing, if there's nothing there you're interested in, but you've got an idea and you're like, "Oh, Sean, I would support the show if you sent me topless photos of Morgan." <laughs> Let's just work that out. I don't know, twenty five quid a month is it for topless pictures of Morgan once a month? Uh, maybe a little bit more. I think more? Worth, I think they're worth more than that. Are Come they on. worth more than mm, that? Well, they have to find out, won't they? Yeah, that is true. We should make that tier now, cause just because we've said it. Tier, 25 a month, you get one topless photo of Morgan um, and a message of you a choice written on his belly as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't like where this is going. I love where this is going. So, again, thank you very much for listening. Check out patreon.com forward slash sapnin. And, um, yeah, 
join our team and join our uh, group. We got a f- a, f- a closed group, which is a, a top laugh. Yeah, it's the Sapning Podcast community. Patreon community, yes. Yeah, the homies. That's yeah, what I the call homies, them now. Yeah, yeah. So if you'd like to get involved with all that, please check it out. And thanks, for everyone, for the support so far. Yes, it's been excellent. And, yeah, it's nice to see everybody chatting away in the group and coming up with ideas and suggestions. Yeah. And, yeah, you've been great. So yeah, and, and speaking of checking us out and not in a me-topless kind of way, social media is always a good place to check us out as well. Oh, not professional. You're getting better at this every week. Well, I'm getting... Exactly the same every week. Um, check out twitter.com forward slash sapnin pod. That's twitter.com forward slash sapnin pod and instagram.com forward slash sapnin pod. It's S A P E N I N P O D. Like the new metal band, but they've shaved their dreadlocks. What? Yes, I saw they've been in the UK recently with Alien Ant Farm. Yeah. Right? And uh, POD are playing. Not a dreadlock in sight. What? They've listened to this podcast and they've gone... Of course they have, Morg. Everybody listens to this yeah. podcast. Um, Sp- Theresa May, Mark Arpas, Jeremy Corbs, yeah. Stormzy. Ev- everyone. Um, Rick Flair. Rick, Rick, Rickolas Flair. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's what Rick is short for. <laughs> Rickolas. Um, yeah, all of them. The Incredible Hulk. They've all had to listen to it. We're still waiting for a reply from Mark Hoppus too, by the way. But um, yeah, yeah, Twitter and Instagram, give us a follow. Yes, please do. And yeah. Right, is that it? Any more news? That's about it. Good. What what happens now then? Um, well, we normally say about a guest. Oh, cool. Have we got a guest this week? I think we have. Who is it? Um, oh, so it's Holding Absence, chaps. Ooh. Holding Absence. Are you remember Holding Absence, the one who's got an album out today called Holding Absence? The very same. That you could stream, buy, and download from all good retailers right now. You could, but I would suggest that you listen to the rest of this podcast first. Oh, yeah. Then listen to the podcast again. Oh, nice. Then just maybe leave it. Just leave it on. Repeats. Yeah. It repeats, you know, and, and then maybe listen to it. Uh, yeah, right. Buy the Holding Absence album in CD form, but just stream this and then listen to this over and over while the Holding Absence album is oh, playing. If you're going to an actual record store to buy the record, you could listen to this on the way to buy the record. Excellent. And then wait till it finishes, and then you can listen to Holding Absence by Holding Absence. Nice. I think we've. Good plugs there. Nice. Yeah. We've, yeah. we've said the name enough. Um, <laughs> if we say it three times in a row. They'll appear. Oh God, I don't want to. Okay, imagine that. We'll wait. We'll wait a little bit, and then yeah. we'll do it. Okay. Ah, there's <laughs> Lucas. No. Oh, there is me from the past with blonde hair, but no. Um, yeah, it was fantastic chat we had with Lucas Woodland of Holding Absence. Um, he came to my house and he walked through uh, my front door, and then due to the drainage situation that's going on in my house at the moment, walked into a waft of what can only be described as shit. Yeah, it wasn't the best. Um, Fragrance, I would say. No. But, but the thing um, is, me and you both know because we left my house and that smell wasn't there. I so it wasn't. I hadn't sorted my toilet out. I hadn't had a shit or something. Like, oh, I'd just taken a shit. Or my girlfriend had taken a shit. She doesn't shit. She does little pellets apparently. Um, but Lucas, I opened the front door and we were it with a smell that I literally had to apologise immediately to him. Yeah, I can confirm there was no smell prior to the interview. So. So I think I've got a ghost who got so scared when I walked in that he shit himself and then just hid behind the curtains or something because he was... A shy ghost. He was kicking off. I had a guy come to inspect my house the other day and I had to tell him about that. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'll turn the landlord now and uh, 
we'll come and have a look but anyway it's not about my house and the smell of shit this is about fantastic fantastic south Walesian band holding absence this is lucas woodland check it out on sapling podcast with sean smith and my good friend morgan richards interview go this is Paige, the co-host of giggly squad and i want to tell you about a company that i've been loving olive and june olive and june gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box and if you break it down it really comes out to two dollars a manicure which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Sapnin! 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 Hey. He knows better than last week's, which oh. was Derek from Mayday Parade and... Yeah, oh. but they, they're American. Anyway. Yeah, that's anyway. true. That Have you ever true. had to do a take two on the Sapnin? Surely. No, no, no. no. Just, you just roll with Score. it. Like, yeah, yeah, like this will be kept in as people listening yeah. know. This hasn't so been edited yet. At all. No, yeah, the, none of this bit will be edited. <laughs> no. but, um, yeah, so anyway, our guest <laughs> this week... Is the amazing Lucas Woodland of Holding Absence. Yo, hi. How are you? <laughs> yeah, really good, thank you. Um, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Cool, well that was Sapling Podcast <laughs> this week. And um, don't bother checking out his band, so see you later. <laughs> no, we've had, um, we've had a good hour. Hour sitting about my house getting ready, but... Uh, yeah, could have probably recorded the podcast in that time. But yeah, but really, what we should be doing, we should be celebrating it. We should have done a drunk cast, really. Yeah. Because we're celebrating the release... <sighs> Of Holding Absence's album, which comes out today. Debut yeah, album. How how Deep excited are you? Album. Very excited. I think, uh, so we've been a band for two years, and it's just been like all singles up to this point, so we've kind of never felt like a real band, you know? And like, I feel like, uh, literally me and Morgan were talking about this earlier, like the world has changed so much in, the, in terms of like the way music's consumed and stuff, so like singles are so important now. And yeah. back in the day, you just, track a demo you know like um 
just throw it out there and just tour it. And now it's just like so different. So it's kind of weird because I feel like somebody who grew up like kind of listening to albums and watching bands really album, album, album. Yeah. I feel like I've done it the wrong way around, you know? So it's really nice. I've never actually as a creative made an album, you know? Yeah. So it's been good to kind of have that like um, time to really like work towards a big body rather yeah. than kind of have to rush out like more kind of clickbait music with like, you know, yeah, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think it's been a massive like check on the list of things? Yeah, for, for sure. Like, um, yeah, I, I just feel like we've, we've just always been kind of just waiting like to do it. And um, yeah, and now it's done, which is which is super good. So now I just feel like there's nothing that can really stop us now. Yeah. Like, on paper. Ooh, Lots of things that. can. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, let's name them all. Uh, the Plague... Um, oh, I thought you were actually saying take that as in oh, Gary Barlow. What, Gary Barlow and the boys? <laughs> Gary Barlow and the boys can <laughs> stop. One. If anybody can... One man and four <laughs> men take on holding absence. Take that. Um, no, what? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> How long did the old thing from start to finish take process right so, recording? Um, so we... A big thing about this album is the fact that we recorded in two parts, um, not particularly intentionally. And uh, we also wrote it with kind of like two kind of like lineup iterations, really. So it was very like odd, um, you know, like it's like, it's like like debut album, man. Like, you know, like five best friends. Like we wrote this in our bedroom in a month, you know, but it, for us, it took 18 yeah. months. We went through about uh, like, f- I think four guitarists like helped on throughout the last two years on this album so uh, it's been a super long process but i honestly think it like sonically benefits yeah um not uh in in two respects really the fact that the music is kind of shaped by different people with different opinions so it's not just coming from the same mouth constantly and uh like i said because it was recorded in two different sessions like sometimes the drum sounds are a little different on some songs and guitar tones are a little different on other songs and stuff so for me it's like track one and track 11 do sound like very different um so i like the fact that it does feel like you've gone somewhere by the end you know yeah. so mm. happy accident really but uh, yeah it took quite a while yeah <laughs> yeah because listening to some of the tracks it seems that everything does sound a lot different and you haven't just got one kind of subgenre you've chosen because there's songs yeah because there's songs that you have big hooks in and choruses but there's other songs that just have a journey throughout yeah was that a big thing looking uh, into it i think we were very like um well like whether or not we did it on purpose we were very fortunate that the kind of the first six singles really like laid out a kind of um like a planet of music for us so like everything was like a real progressive four minute long kind of build up track heaven knows was like kind of more short more like architect you know dream of me was quite an epic kind of chorus track and i just think we we really wanted to set about like putting the parameters out so by the time we had this album we knew what we could do so um like you said about like different kind of genres different kind of vibes like i just i feel like we know now that holding absence can kind of do anything and it does sound like holding absence um so that gives us a lot of freedom and we do i know every band in the world listens to lots of music but uh you know we do listen to a lot of music so it was know, nice kind to of shut myself off for like yeah so, to be honest same at this point but like you know i i feel like every interview is like oh why are you such a good band oh it's gonna be of an eclectic taste in music every interview and i, I get that, doing that. <laughs> <laughs> next interview the people are gonna go oh yeah what do you i'm like oh i just listen i to just listen to one band i listen to corn now <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I'm vegan, so I listen to corn <laughs> with a <the> backwards R. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah sorry no, it's cool. but uh but yeah so it just, it just naturally lent itself anyway so yeah, cool. yeah. well you said you recorded in two different um parts uh is that two different producers then and same producer um but the first half was recorded in a place called Vader Studios, which is just like crazy, like isolated, like kind of studio. Um, and we literally like lived in this little like um, kind of like bungalow thing, you know, and it was, it was sick. Oh, it was so sick. Like there's a little lake in the, the kind of cul-de-sac and it was just such a, you know, a real like great experience, you know. And then the, the latter half of the album, it was... Um, basically, just because so much had happened, you know, our guitarist kind of quit halfway through the album. So like... It was uh, it was a very different experience, you know. We were kind of tracking parts separate with just the producer and, and each member and stuff. So like, there were some bits that were, yeah, some bits you, we lived the album, and other bits we really like had to kind of hope things would work out. But yeah. like I said, I just I do really think that some of the best albums of all time were lived, and some of the best albums of all time were written by accident. And I feel like, not saying this is the best album of all time, but you know, we've we've done he both did. those things. He definitely like, said that, <laughs> and he said it before. So we got no proof that he didn't. So we'll just go with that he definitely. It is said the best that, album so. ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we mentioned like having that freedom. Do you think? Wait, a, we have mentioned the name of the album. You didn't mention. We have mentioned the name of the producer. No, uh, so there's a guy called George Lever. Cool. Um, and we did um, we did the split EP with him. So um, everything and Saint Cecilia were both tracked with with him. Uh, it was mixed by a guy called Abraham Fahima, I think. He's got such a crazy name. I I know him super well. Like, but he's, he's yeah, yeah. If I've pronounced it wrong, sorry. But um, but yeah, like sorry. um, but yeah, he smashed the mix on it. And once again, even then, it wasn't like just one guy in our band. Like, even the mix was done by somebody else. So yeah. it really went through the ringer. Um, the album is called Hold an Absence. We didn't want anybody to forget it. So we thought if you can remember the band, <laughs> yeah. you can remember the album. What's so, yeah. that band called? You know, you know with the album with yeah, the well, same name. <laughs> I don't know. Don't remember either. Of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm pissed. I can't remember any of them. Oh, yeah. No, but mentioned you about having that freedom. Do you think early on that's being a really big thing for you guys, not being like put into a label or anything like that? You've been able yeah, free enough to to go out and have those little differences. Yeah, pigeonholed or made to yeah. sound. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, yeah, because I know that comes about. Like we back in the blackout, like we did. Um, we did a load of songs for, I think it was the best in town. And when we took it to a major yeah. label, they were like, if you could do two more popular ones. Yeah, And yeah, we yeah. were like, look, it's these songs or nada. And they went, yeah. all right then, bye. And we yeah. went, oh, piss. <laughs> no, I, to- I totally, like, I, and I know that's such a thing as well. I'm very cautious of it. Like, we're, we're really lucky, to be honest, because um, we signed to Sharp Tone Records, like, very, very early on. And, and, um, and luckily, you know, obviously, even though they, they're, like, way out of our league to, you know like any label is out of our league at this point but um you don't know. be so down on yourself <laughs> do you know what? i've noticed this with people from south wales right we all do it we all talk shit about our bands right <laughs> but i'm i'm starting to learn now that i shouldn't have done that right and, and i regret Arrogance it I, I regret not going do you know what we were fucking really good live we were a really good like because other time people go, oh, I like your band. I go, I'm. Oh, uh, we suck oh, away, bro. Oh, you're <laughs> the blackout, and I go, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I think yeah. I think it's. Uh, I know it sounds super super stupid, but I, I do think there's like a sense of Welsh modesty. Yeah. I do think as well, like because obviously we're in the shadow of England. Like there's such a, a like underdog vibe always. So you're yeah. kind of used to that anyway. Yeah. But um, I can't remember what I was saying. Oh yeah, but Sharp Tone. So yeah. like, um, we're kind of lucky. The Sharp Tone isn't a big major label. They aren't like. You know these fat cats. They they do really really care and they really just believe in our band. So um, man, like the the 
the journey this album's gone through, like most record labels would have had a real problem with, I think. Yeah. And um and I you know, I don't it won't happen again. You know, it's a total uh case of it was just a, a bit of a teething problem really and getting t- to the final kind of lineup that we're at now did take time, you know. But um yeah, I'm just glad we didn't really have that pressure that most bands do, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Mm. So cool. You said you didn't I haven't really rushed the album process you put out singles beforehand trying to find your teeth find your sound and what holding absence is in that process was there any moment that where the light went off and you thought oh this is what we are this is holding absence um i think it's tough i i I do think you know like for example the last track on the album is a song called wilt and it was the last no, no, actually, it was the last but one track we wrote for the album, but whatever. Like, I just, it felt like it clicked, like, so much. And it was the first song we wrote with Scott, uh, our newer guitarist. So, it was weird, because, you know, this happens all the time. Like, you, you'll you'll know, like, I don't know, like, after 10 years, you feel like you've rediscovered something all over again. So, yeah. the light bulb kind of felt like it went off in pretty much every song to an extent, you know. And um, we put so much thought, so much effort. And obviously, personally, as well as a lyricist, like, I overthink everything. So, I think... It's tough, really, because there's very few, like, quick, like, this is it kind of moments. But at the same time, there's always enough to make you really believe in what you're doing, you know? And uh, to be honest, I feel like there were, were, yeah, there was a chunk of tracks that didn't have that moment and didn't make it to the album. So it's a testament that all these songs did, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, What's the plans with touring the album now, then? So I said that when you had a mouthful of water. What sorry, man. I, 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 I uh, he's drinking now. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so we um, we're two in the UK. Uh, oh, so it should be today's technically the eighth of March, even though it's uh, it's not March. Shh, yet. Don't tell him. You're <laughs> ruining the magic of podcasting. This is live. What do you live, mean? What do you mean? It's not right 8th now. Of March. Today is the eighth of March. Yeah, that's what yes. I'm saying. Unless you listen to this. After, after date, yeah, date, yeah. It's whatever date, it, right? Whatever date you're listening to this it's is not. the date today, right? We've got to that now. Yeah, where were we? So if you're listening to this before, I don't even know because because the European tour was supposed to happen. Like I, I kind of we left on the eighth and then came back on the 29th. Okay. But obviously, I don't really know when the UK tour <laughs> starts. Uh, I think 20th to the 29th, maybe 21st to the 29th. Cool. We're touring in the UK, but um, obviously European tour kind of. Yeah. Went down what, the shiter. Um, what rooms are you playing in the UK? What, uh, yeah, we, so um, we, I, I do think uh, touring kind of wasn't as like... I don't think people toured as much on like a lower scale as much. The, the last couple of years, I, I do think people have really skipped out on it. Um, so when we started, we really grinded the toilets, like, you know, um, like proper, like every shiter you could name, we really did did that, you know. And I, I think that's an important part of being in a band as well. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, so is, I'm doing yeah. it again now. <laughs> and I love it. And I love it's, it. No, it's the best feeling. Like you played yeah. uh, the Cobblestones the other yeah, day, right? Yeah, yeah. And like that, that venue. It's a public like, walkthrough and, it's yeah, ga- and there's a big garage at the back. Yeah, exactly, and it, and it's like that's the element of I loved fucking, it, like a, a yeah. UK music to me. It's like you know, so but um, but yeah, so this tour is is it's nice because like we are kind of seeing things step up a little nice. bit. So we're we're headlining the Underworld, which is super. That's sick. awesome. That's so crazy to say. That's like. awesome. Um, so yeah, so that'll be dope. Um, playing Leeds, Hull, Southampton, Birmingham, Glasgow. Cardiff, uh, Manchester. Nice. I think I think that's most of them, but um, but yeah. So it's just it's just kind of cool because we've done so many UK tours, and when you start as well, you su- you know support tours are kind of 
easier to do and more fun most of the time because yeah. there's less pressure but they're obviously harder to get in then yeah. so um when we started it really was just headline to nobody wherever and now it's nice to think that our headline shows are actually okay <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, no, yeah 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 was yeah. it for you what's it like playing with bands who are very different genre wise because doing those support slots as you mentioned you've played the bands like junior and just yeah, yeah, yeah. completely different sounding with holding absence is this kind of vibe around it that you're a bit more emotional live maybe yeah. if yeah, it's safe to sure. say well that was uh that was a funny thing actually because obviously mark's been on the show and stuff and you guys know junior as people and like they're like my f- my three of my best friends in the world in a band so it is it is a it is a, f- a funny situation really because whenever we play with them it's just like the ultimate kind of hang but like it's yeah it is like you said it is kind of interesting i think for me it's not so much the genre it's more about the delivery um because like we are a very serious band and, and it, it does bum me out sometimes because I, I wish i could be more fun on stage like you know uh, we, we kind of can't like really break the character on stage it, it, and and it does suffer for it so it's not so much whether we're playing with a pop punk band or we're playing with a yeah a metalcore band or whatever it's more about how these bands kind of present themselves and with junior it's just as a as, exa- as an example but like obviously because they're the most bubblegum dudes like obviously like the um oh they are literally the, the three uh, limbo people. competition no. like kind yeah, of vibe could all be very different jason perry's sons <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like they he, might they might be they, they you, could be you have evidence we should find out where mark's mother was the night he was touring 25 years ago whatever it was we could do what make it like jeremy kyle have a lie detector test <laughs> dna test everything put something on the end of it then i can yell out then jason then when he goes this i, I didn't want to never i didn't want to have a kid put something on the end of it then sorry you would make a good jeremy kyle I think. Cheers, as, as you were doing I that c- yeah i can rile up uh council state people <laughs> i think it's going out of fashion um but yeah so i guess back to the question like genre doesn't matter too much it's it's mainly just the vibe being kind of captured. And I think sometimes it is quite hard to keep this like stone face, like sincerity when I couldn't there's really. like, yeah, dude, it's, sometimes I'm like, oh God, like how, like something stupid will happen. You know what it is? Like some, yeah. someone will like fall over in the crowd or something. You'd be like, oh, oh I can't say anything. I've got to. Yeah, well, yeah. I wouldn't maybe help myself. That would be, it. It would be <laughs> game over for them and us. Um, yeah, go on. Yeah, so yeah. do you think doing those shows and having that kind of on-stage persona of being a bit more emotional and stone-faced as you said do you think that's being a big thing for the band you know what yeah. what was the really reasoning behind that rather than just going out and playing shows and just i mean it wasn't overly conscious it didn't naturally kind of happen um but i just think like i don't know a big thing like i when we started this band the whole black and white thing as well like you know i, I kind of love the idea of being like kind of like a cool post-hardcore band like if, sorry, I'm, I don't want to burping so much. I literally straight in the mic. So, um, but like, you know, in my head, I wanted to be like if The Cure were like covering Under Oath, you know what I mean? So like black and white, dead face, cool as hell, you know? And nice. um, yeah, and that was the kind of original vibe. So on stage, we would like, in the first, in the early days, you know, on stage, we would just like stare at the crowd and like in between, like in instrumental sections, we would just scream at each other and stuff and just really try and make people think like, whoa, you know, these guys are really like, serious you know um but yeah i guess a big thing that's kind of like bent in that direction as well naturally is is my lyrics like i do put like so much attention to detail and there's a lot of like genuine honesty in my lyrics i I do think that is very important to our band like the um 
like the tattoo thing is like crazy at the moment. Like we've got so many people yeah. with like tattoos, and it's but it's like it is it, crazy. And and like and the thing is, it doesn't make us better than any band. It just maybe makes people like believe in us a little yeah. bit more yeah. because we're being honest, you know. Um, but yeah, so that was always like a conscious thing. But uh, like we said earlier, it's sometimes like I, you know, we played uh, the forum uh, the other day, like two thousand people, and and like my dream as a child, like stood on stage in front of that many people. It was crazy and like how do i like stand there acting like some hard dumb by like miserable moody arsehole like when i'm like literally playing the yeah. yeah so like there is a real juggle there for sure yeah. yeah okay you mentioned the whole black and white thing mm. i was gonna bring this up you were gonna what, bring what's this up. what's the reason behind this why why have you got a black and white aesthetic um i think going on the thing is is like in the early days is well, back to the the not having an album thing like mm. when we started there was wasn't really much to believe in about our band like you know we like at best had like two songs you know like when we played download festival we had like two songs out so like it was super hard to kind of make people really believe and understand our band with just six to seven minutes worth of music you know so yeah. i think a big thing for us was like just creating this universe like visually as much as sonically um we always like the idea of kind of seeming a bit more timeless as well like you know so the way that the smiths are always in black and white yeah. or echo and the bunny men are always in black and white kind of thing like those bands will always kind of carry on forever now and those photos will never look dated and i think especially today it's just there's so much to do and trends come and die within five years now yeah. you know yeah. so it's like if you try and transcend trends then i think you've got a little bit more longevity yeah. you know so. and it makes your instagram filters a little bit yeah. more easier well this is a big a big problem is like when I'm home obviously I'm not going to post everything in black and white because it's super lame so like my feed just looks like on tour on tour off tour off tour <laughs> so uh, but yeah mine just looks like a mess mine looks like <laughs> I've not in anything interesting post to post for two years oh my god he's got a podcast of me that's what mine looks like nothing 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 thought of him in LA podcast. nothing 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 <laughs> podcast that's all it is yeah, I hope we get to do some shows together in the future. Dude, yeah, definitely. for sure, man. Like, it's a shame we couldn't really like work the other ones yeah, out. We, but we um, did try to. Um, oh yeah, people don't know this, do they? <laughs> <laughs> just realized we were just like, literally having a chat. Yeah, um, yeah, you did offer us to go out with you, and we would have loved that. But um, sadly for us, one of our members, our one name Bob, uh, <laughs> is in university because he's found a way. See of nice you can either get a job yeah or you can go back to university again yeah. well, I, i've already got a degree so i kind of wasted my chance no really. no you haven't though can i have another because bob's got a two one in history he's just, oh nice yeah so he's gone back to do a different degree he's just breaking the system isn't he he's just have we i think we might have just outdid him to the government mm. sorry about that we haven't said his last bob name boy? theresa may he's a big fan of this as well <laughs> they all are aren't they oh here's a cut back to the intro that we recorded earlier Ura Mark Hoppus listen to this together. <laughs> what, having tea in London? A cup of tea, yeah, the, Mark Hoppus yeah, yeah. and Theresa May. He's pro-Brexit, Mark Is Hoppus. He? Yeah, he wants to get rid of all the foreigners, despite being one, which is weird. Anyway, let's go back to Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so back to the shows, I guess. Yeah, like, um, it's just, the thing is, I don't think people really understand how hard it is to line things up, really. Yeah. Like, um, you know, like, oh, th especially in the last couple of months, like, you know, this tour that we were going to do only happened because we were supposed to, I, yeah, I could probably, okay, like, so basically we were supposed to tour with Casey, Capsize, and us, which okay. is, I, I don't think anybody's ever spoken about this, so this is yeah. the scoop. Ooh. Um, but, uh, yeah, and for some reason, I think that, that basically fell through because they 
decided they wanted to split up. Mm. And then they cancelled the tour. And then they rebooked the tour like a month after. So we were like, ah, oh, dude. Like, And Capsize, I presume, had like flights booked and stuff. So we were like, you know, two birds, one stone. We need to do Europe anyway. Maybe if we do it with you guys instead and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then obviously <laughs> that fell through. But it's like, you know, and obviously with you guys. And it's like, so that's what, like... You know, that's like three bands already that we nearly toured with and didn't. Yeah. And, and it, there's a lot of that, so... Yeah, yeah, there's just a thin slither of hope and times <laughs> just for people's schedules to line yeah. up, I guess. Like, yeah, and like... We, we would have loved that. Genuinely, yeah, from day one been. of this band, I said I want to play some shows with you guys because I think that would be awesome. Thank you. Be cool to hang well, out Well, we will, you. you know, like and so. Yeah, yeah. It's cool, we will. Um, but yeah, look, everyone in the band wanted to and then Bob was gutted when we couldn't. So um, thank you very much for the offer. It's cool, man. And... Um, I wouldn't blame you if you never invite us again. <laughs> Bob's cool. fault. Yeah. We can only do it if we get somebody to replace Bob. That'll be good enough, I think. Any other bald historian guitarists about? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Don't know. Rack of my brains. Mm. Can't think of any. <laughs> pretty, pretty tight you know, search results. But um, talking about doing shows between you two together, am I right in saying that one of your first ever gigs was actually yeah. seeing the blackouts? It's embarrassing. Yeah, I have to get <laughs> um, that photo. I love that oh, photo. There's a photo. Y- Somebody s- sent me the photo of me yeah, and you. Man. And I was like, that's not him. So it can't be him. Dude, yeah, it was. So my, I was uh, 14, I think. Um, so basically, my so my parents are really into music and stuff. So it wasn't like my first gig, you know, yeah. um, because I went to see like the Black Eyed Peas and like... My cousin's in Westlife as well. I don't know. Like, I always whap what? that out. What? <laughs> yes. in Westlife? Yeah. Um, yeah. One? It, what? Uh, what? Shane, he's, he's, the, like, he's the main guy. Yeah, I know. But it never, it will never benefit my music career. So why sadly. are you not on tour with Westlife? I know. In it, in it. So I'm saying, like, like, help the family out. I mean, keeping the family and all that. Literally, I'm a literally... A, I'm a, Wait, a, how... Family tree. So right. my Bamp's sister's son is uh, the, the like main sister. guy. Sister's son. All right, yeah. So anyway, that was that was like a joke. But the point I'm making is like when I uh, when I was young, I like kind of was in the music yeah, realm. Yeah. But like at the age of like fourteen, um, yeah, uh, the Muni show was like it was like on, and uh, I, I'm right in thinking there was like four local bands. So it was kind of like a weird local. Sh- there was like I remember. Um, I probably could try and remember most of the bands sure on it. It's on the Google. A band called yeah. High Demand. A band called Demand. Indigo Modem. A band called uh, Ladies Love a Superhero, who were dope as hell. Uh, and then there's another band, and then it was the Automatic, and then you guys, I think. Um, but yeah, so it was kind of my, my like scene, my first ever like scene gig. Okay. You know? Um, yeah, so cheers, Sean. Boy, appreciate right. it. Welcome. Yeah, we'd have to put that photo <laughs> if you can find that photo. Yeah, I literally know exactly. We put it up on our <laughs> socials. So funny. Um, um, yeah. I'm wearing a shirt that says "Sex, Drugs, Sausage Rolls." <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> and I look like this, except I got a blonde helmet on. I got a blonde bike helmet on. Oh, oh they haven't changed then. Just the just the haircut. Terrible. And I'm sorry for it. I'm sorry that everybody has to witness it. Um, um, yeah, while we're while we're going through memory lane, I wanted to bring up obviously. Before Holden Absence, you were in a band called Falling With Style. Yeah. I think a lot of people will remember them because you had so much momentum, especially in the Welsh scene at that time. Yeah. And it just seemed to, you just seemed to lose that momentum all of a sudden and things seemed to go down spiral. Yeah. In the time between that ending and joining Holden Absence, for you, what was that time really like? Was yeah, there any cool. doubt? Yeah, was, was there anything like going, what was... Uh, thought process. Great question, because like people like there's so you will know, man. Like there's so much like in between that people don't see, and, yeah. and it's so, it's a hard time, you know. And like thing is with Foose is like we 
uh, I would say like we did the best we could without a single leg up. Like you know, so we played download because we won a competition by getting our friends to vote. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we toured the UK because we like booked UK tours. You know, we yeah. never had like crazy management. We never had a booking agent. We never. Oh, we did towards the end, but yeah. So for, for me, it wasn't like I'd never say like Foose was like ever like seriously gonna do much in the end because it just I feel like we just we did three EPs you know what I mean and, and I just got the point where it was like we were constantly buying time to hope that we'd sign to whoever and yeah. go with this management and then release an album but yeah so uh, in the early days I, I truly believe like and that's why I, I always have so much patience with like younger musicians when they come speak to me at shows is like I literally did like in, in most people's minds I did nothing until Holden Absence you know but in other people's minds I did five years of slugging gigging literally in the same circle yeah. constantly it released 20 plus songs with that band and stuff so but yeah when it split and when it when it kind of finished uh, it was tough because like it didn't split because we weren't friends anymore like i i would go as far as to say that those members of, of that band are my current best friends and will be for the rest of my life you know but i just felt like we just really couldn't do it anymore without like trying to change something and i think the spark just kind of disappeared when we realized maybe that it wasn't you know, your first band, you always want to be the big one, really, you know. But, um, yeah, and then that year off, I um, I just took a little time to myself. Was like it, it just was my, a year between the two? Uh, I, fe- if, I feel like it was, or, or thereabouts, anyway, yeah. maybe like 18 months or something. But um, I was in my third year of uni at that point, so it was, it was kind of crunch time on my degree. So, luckily, it kind of fell at a time where I did have something to kind of focus on. And What do you have a degree in? Music, popular Ooh. music. <laughs> the most, like boring musician degree ever but um but yeah i mean it was just nice to kind of be like you know i I was so hell for leather for five years just had a year off got this kind of qualification that i can have for the rest of my life now and you know and just kind of like just soaked up being like normal for a little bit not having something to push and something to sell and then um yeah and i lived with faisal the old guitarist of of holding absence and me and james are like really good friends for years and years and they they basically just asked me if i wanted to kind of like try and write a song with them or try and like you know fill in for some shows and uh and it all just started and stemmed from there really so nice. yeah do you miss people uh heckling you to play records <laughs> i can't believe this has made it into my first ever podcast um it's uh yeah well, for, really. for, for people who don't know that was a falling with style song and wherever you would go people or mm. even on the internet people would just comment things out you play reckless. still now dude like this girl really? from germany has uh justice for reckless in her bio no. <laughs> like, dude come on man um but yeah so that was the first so that was the i always say this though like same it's just very similar to uh the first holden absence song like we recorded with todd campbell um cost us 100 quid nice. um filmed the video you on just it. outdid cam uh yeah uh, but yeah so like you know but the point is it's super super cheap we filmed it on like a typical like like crappy camera in our drummer's bedroom just yeah. clipped it like just put all the crank posters in the background you know and it ended up hitting like 60,000 plays on YouTube and same with Permanent by Holden Absence um, we, we tracked that ourselves like um, we filmed it ourselves you know um, and yeah we just put it out and it got assigned to a label so when people kind of say like oh how do I do it bro you know because pe- people think from the outside there's like a, a formula you know what I mean and Not even me yeah. being in a band that's kind of doing well now I'm still like how do I where, yeah, where, how do I get the, the magic formula like you know and there isn't really one you've just got to kind of grind and be frugal and just make as good as shit as you kind of can like yeah. so you know and like I said like 
reckless cost is 100 quid permanent cost is 200 quid practically you know what I mean and, and that isn't too much between five people but when you think about like yeah you think you put 300 quid into those two songs yeah think of the payout you've had back mm, from it mate precisely yeah and it's and it's just a case of like yeah just kind of working at them and yeah who knows <laughs> that's cool uh, did you um did you think about getting any guests on the album so that was a big thing that we were like uh kind of adamant from the beginning is like you had adamant on the album <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no, adamant, adamant but, yeah uh, i love adam and the answer <laughs> if adamant would want to do a track if he's listening i know he listens every week <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, yes um, he does but yeah no um but yeah from <laughs> uh from day one though we we just kind of said like I know you don't have all that much time in the sun, you know. I'm very conscious of, like... You know, I remember getting that show with you guys in the Muni, like, five years after watching you in the Muni with yeah. Fus, you know, and I was like, oh, my God, like, this is crazy. You know, and, like, that was just one show, and it, yeah. I remember it, it happened, and then it's gone, you know. And, yeah. like, so I'm very cautious that, like, I might never, you know, like, we might never sign to another label. We might never release an album, but I just wanted this to be, like, this is the whole Absence album. This is every bit of Holden Absence and I just cool. thought maybe having a guest vocalist would kind of maybe just dilute the kind of experience a little bit you know what I mean in 10 years time like if we got like some cool vocalist now maybe that person wouldn't be cool anymore it's like um, if it means a lot to you um, by a day to remember like Sierra Buster whatever her name what's her name the one from Versa Emerge oh I don't know I toured with her I feel like you said something about the guitarists no drummer like, I was drunk. Didn't want, yeah, he didn't. <laughs> didn't show. We did walk through and he didn't show her for like three and a half weeks. Oh, he was bragging yeah. about it. <laughs> nice and bro. Cool, shit. bro. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like, but for example, like her, like obviously, I know I know she's still doing stuff as well, you know, and I know she listens every week as well. So <laughs> 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 um, but like, do you get me? Like, getting she... fired at this point, Mark. Oh, wait, wait, he's doing the advertising he's, for yeah, us. He's he? yeah. Doing, yeah, he's doing the bits. Um, but yeah, but like, uh, yeah. the point I'm making is like, her royalties are probably through the roof purely because of that one day remember track. And maybe yeah. they banked on her being the next Hayley Williams, you know, but 10 years later, that yeah. track is their biggest song and she's kind of not who she was back then. So we were kind of cautious of that for sure so yeah yeah and you want to make sure that especially with the first album I suppose you don't want the spotlight taken off you that much yeah I mean yeah yeah to be fair it's, it's as much that as it is just kind of not wanting to kind of throw people off the scent either you know what I mean so yeah yeah okay interesting so yeah Ryan Richards former funeral for a friend <laughs> um, drummer is your manager? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, the Tilted Head manager? Tilted Head. Um, yeah, how's that going? Really yeah. good, man. So we were very... The, the beginning of this band was was uh, just like miracle after miracle, really. You know, like I feel like, you know, we're kind of at the stage now we've done quite a lot of things. So when big things or if, if <laughs> big things come through, it's not as like mind-blowing yeah. because it's, you, you kind of... You live it. You, so, yeah, you get... Yeah. You, you kind of get... Not jaded. It desensitized yeah, a little desensitized bit. Yeah, desensitized better than jaded, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. desensitized. But like, to it. you know, it's like if you've just done a tour with, I don't know, uh, say you've just done a tour with a date remember, for example, and then you get offered a tour with Deftones, it's like, or, or whoever, you know, the next step up or whatever, you know, like, yeah. even though that's crazy, it's like, well, you were, you did take the step before that. Yeah. So it's not, but for us anyway, when we started, like, with um, releasing Permanent A Dream of Me, first two tracks like um both sharp tone and ryan kind of kind of came in from different angles at the same kind of time and right. um you know and ryan's like 
it's funny because he's he's the nicest, chillest dude ever. But he is like a living legend, especially in in our world. You know, like the music we're doing isn't too far away from what Funeral were doing back in the day. Yeah. And Funeral, you know, not to bash my own band, but Funeral did stuff that I can't imagine we could ever do. You know what I mean? Like the 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 kind of success story of Funeral was just like sh- know, again, mind blowing. Again, you know? I think you're <laughs> thinking very lowly of yourself. Thank you. I no, yeah, that. you could, uh, you could. Why couldn't they? Well, what, fingers crossed. Yeah. What yeah. did Film for Friend do that you couldn't do that? They uh, they did two with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, and he's not dead, though, is he? <laughs> two, two. Yeah, they went. They went on top of the pops. Yeah, and he was on Nevermind the Buzzcocks. Ryan was literally on Nevermind yeah, the Buzzcocks. I saw that, yeah. So like, it's what it, like. <gasps> got a story about that. I remember. Ooh. Ryan Mears, uh, okay. But anyway, yeah, great guy. Yeah. <laughs> really good guy. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, he's looking after a couple of bands now, and um, yeah, James is involved as well. Yeah, so James is like. Management. Yeah, so uh, James used to kind of manage bands on his own. Uh, to be fair, man, James is a really good example of like a hard-working, entrepreneurial kind of music-y type. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's always been, like even before, that's kind of why I knew it'd be great working with him prior to whole, actually joining Hold Absence is like he's always just wanted to do stuff. He's always, always been super eager. Like he endorsed my band when when he had his first clothing company back in like 2012. You know, and all that little, all those things, you know, he had like a food company, like all these stupid things. Like I just, I just think like I really respect the kind of the hustle, you know, and like a big thing as well. It's like I am like unashamedly like a tortured artist. Like I'm not in this business for business i'm in this business for music you know yeah. and like not saying james isn't and you know but like the point i'm making is he's just so naturally good at understanding business and and stuff like that that i knew his strengths would totally kind of play into my weakness yeah. a little bit you nice. know so uh, so it clicks really well yeah mm, and future history sick as well like um the roster is really good like loathe sleep token fox yeah. there's like some really good bands so cool yeah. awesome. what do the uh let's out the rest of the members um <laughs> Yeah, what, do the the band other, what do the other guys bring to the band? Um, so Ash, our drummer, is like... Um, I think, to be honest, dude, like a big thing about Holding Absence is just kind of like being able to maintain the like kind of musical standard. And the live show is a huge thing. Like It's always been such a big thing for us. So Ash is the most freakishly... like You know, like proper... like uh, uh, What's the thingy in tongs? What's the expression? Um Tongs. Hammer and tongs, oh, you know? Yeah, tongs. he proper yeah, like yeah, yeah. he proper canes that drum kit and, nice. and it really adds to the show, you know. And like he's always like clicked in and because obviously he's just been a part since before me as well, you know, he really yeah. like understands what we what we want to do. Um Scott, our newer guitarist, um used to be in Foos with yeah. me, so we uh and I grew up with him as well, like I met him when I was twelve, so uh I've nearly known him half my life now, you know. So I wonder you keep saying Foos, right? Yeah. And I think there's going to be a lot of English listeners who don't understand uh, that, right? Because they don't care. F- like Bup, yeah, yeah. right? I call I call brutality will prevail Bup, right? Yeah. Because in Welsh, we use the W as like a U. Like yeah, no, but I think... Tom Bath. Yeah, but we used to do it like kids in glass houses with Kai. Yeah, we have to explain we're short in here, but then oh. the Welsh in us makes that W sound uh, oos. oos. So like oh, yeah, foos. sorry. Uh, yeah, foos, sorry. Bup. I, yeah, I, yeah. Top. Me, me, yeah, top, you, yeah. top, which means <laughs> yeah. stupid in Welsh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, um, sorry. and then Chris, our new guitarist, is like the thing is, is like we we we're we're all so over the top as people. Like it's it's too much. Like you know, like our old guitarist Fez le- left purely because it was just too much. Like you know, like we were so overly passionate. It was just like. Ugh, I can you know I can totally understand him kind of <laughs> wanting to get out there. But um, with Chris, our new our other guitarist, like he's just like 
a banging guitarist. He looks great on stage. He's a legend. And if anything, if we added somebody who was overly involved as well on top of all the other people, it would be too much, you know. So he does perfectly what he needs to do as well. So yeah, lineup's looking cool. Lovely, lovely stuff. (laughs) It's weird. I feel like... um, I hate, I hate the fact that we've been through so many lineup changes. I've always like with you guys, like literally, you didn't have a single lineup change, right? You no. know, and like some of the best bands ever didn't have lineup changes. So like, I always feel like, ah oh, man, like we're not. We're, I always thought bands who went through loads of lineup changes were like assholes. You know what I mean? Yeah, someone <laughs> but, uh, in his. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I better look Lucas. at the singer and go. <laughs> reckon he's probably a yeah, dick. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, but now we're all cool. But uh, would you reckon? I reckon the dick left blink. Oh, uh, I think the weirdo left Blink more than anything. Yeah. I don't know. They're all a bit fruity. I know Mark listens. We mentioned it. Um, (laughs) But yeah, they're all a bit fruity. Yeah, Tom, he's very into Freemasons and aliens. UFOs and stuff like that as well. Yeah, yeah, it's probably his doing, I reckon. I don't know. There's loads of different stories about That's a podcast thing itself. When when Mark Hoppus comes on, he can tell us, can't he? Yeah, yeah, that's Um, true. are you going to be doing festivals this year? Are you open to be doing festivals? Uh, we're hoping year? to. I mean, it's weird. Like, you can't really choose your own fate in this kind of industry as much. So, um, I feel like we've done... I, I do think the album's really good. You know, I know it sounds stupid. People, well, today, apparently, people can, can yeah, the, determine well, for themselves. The you know. we, um, we've heard prior to this was fantastic. Thank fantastic. you. Fantastic. Thank you. Everyone should check it out. It's on... Well, it'll be on. Sp- it'll be yeah, everywhere it'll now, be won't everywhere, it? Yeah, it's yeah. out right. everywhere now. Yeah, listen to the end of this first. Yeah, then yeah. Go oh, yeah. yeah. Don't go skipping too quick, boys. Nine out. <laughs> t- I give it nine out of ten. The one, it, you know, it's not worth leaving this right now. I just give this another whatever we got left there, twenty minutes or whatever, maybe, and then go and check out Holding Absence's album, imaginary titled Holding Absence. Mm, yeah. Fantastic, so easy listen. to remember, but yeah, I just think, like, man, like, sometimes you do just need to let the music speak for itself, yeah. really. So, and also, uh, that was coming from the man whose first EP was The Black at the Black at the Blackout. So yeah, true. What does he know? So about? What does he know about <laughs> creative <laughs> titles? Oh, let's call it the same thing three times. Then, <laughs> I think, call it The Blackout. Nah, it doesn't, it's not enough. Nah, bro. What about The Black at the Blackout? Still not Still enough. Not enough. <laughs> what about The Black at the Black at the Blackout? Nailed it. <laughs> I think hold nabs and hold nabs and hold nabs and that'd be so good because that's harder to say than the blackout as well. Hold nabs and hold nabs and hold nabs. Oh, fantastic! Um, going back, mentioning dicks and bands. Uh, we've had this the couple question. of questions yeah, yeah. of your of your famous. Who's the lovely? Or yeah, who's the, the loveliest person you've met so far? Who's a big name or the biggest dick you've met? present company so I think like where we're at right now we're like we can't really afford to be like picky with our food really so like I can't really out anybody not that anybody that makes sense that makes yeah, sense yeah. No, no, to be no, fair I not that it. anybody's ever it. really done us dirty anyway but yeah. like if it's, like, things do just piss you off for no reason really yeah. but I wouldn't want to like Ooh, rag anyone okay. and have you met anyone um, who's been terribly nice uh, honestly man like I think uh, I think a big part of like the music industry is like the bottom is full of legends, you know what I mean? And then this kind of, this era, like, not era, sorry, this kind of level we're at now is just kind of rife with assholes, really, where this is this mix of, like, arrogance for the sake of confidence yeah. and, like, just general arrogance, you know? And so there there are quite a lot of douchebags in this kind of level where we're at now, but uh, the bigger bands we've toured with have always been the nicest, really. Yeah, so um, one thing I will always say is, like, Patty from As It Is, uh, the whole of that band were the three three best bands I enjoyed touring with the most were Young Guns, who was super nice, um, B 
being as an ocean was super nice and uh, as it is. But uh, I lost my voice towards the end of the as it is run. And um, it was like proper getting to me and like everybody on the party could just tell I was like just really upset like because like you know the biggest shows of our lives and i fucking and i really look after myself i, I have to like i know some people just you know drink a lago and get on stage but like i drink honey and lemon all day warm up a half hour before blah blah, blah and all this boring shit and then i lose my voice i'm like uh. so patty um bought me like a like a bag from uh prep full of like vocal remedy like he bought me a soup yeah. he bought me like um loads of stuff uh. he's, he probably spent like about 15 quid on me and i just remember yeah. thinking like your head and it was the day I'm right in thinking it was the maybe the day before like the forum show and I was like you know like this is a the big part of this band's career like they're headlining like 2,000 cap venues yeah. like you don't have to care about me oh, you know what I mean? so I'll, I'll always that'll always go a long way for me yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. good guy like yeah 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 yeah, so. yeah well um yeah, we're in talks about possibly interviewing them soon. Ooh, so dope. yeah, our mate, they're the best dudes. Yeah, so, sure. uh, yeah, yeah. I think I met Patty once at a slam dunk. I think I was interviewing people, and nice. someone was like, "Oh, this is as it is from wherever they're from, Brighton, Brighton, Brighton." Right. Mm-hmm. They're one of those bands, though. Like, hey man, and I went. He's huh? not from Brighton. <laughs> yeah. What part of Brighton yeah, is he yeah. from? There's <laughs> a bit of Brighton, I don't know. Weird part of Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they're one of those bands that just kind of just proper crept up super quick and really. You know they're they're Boost, a big band yeah. now, yeah. And it was only about five years or so that it really kind of like visibly happened, you know. Mm. So, good um, on them, good yeah, on them, good guys. Yeah, it's got to the point now where anybody who's doing well in a band, I just I'm starting to go ah oh, fair play to them because I know you know <laughs> I kind of know how it is and it's you know it's hard to do and it's solid and it's draining and it, the best description I found was it's like a roller coaster. And this is yeah. my advice to you going forward now as well, right? So, Uncle Sean. <laughs> you are listening to Uncle Sean. Uncle Sean's deep bath. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like a roller coaster, right? When you're on it, you're having a laugh. Yeah. You might not notice everything. But as soon as you're off it, then you're like, I need to go back on that. Cool, because right I thought the way you were going to angle that is there's ups and there's downs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's a really interesting way of looking at it because no. the ups and downs happen. Yeah. But you don't really yeah, you realize don't, until you you're off. You don't notice the ups or, uh, or the downs yeah. as much until you get off and go, I want that up and that down. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, the f- yeah, I'm from Earth really Tidville and there's me in fucking yeah. Slash just chilling out there. There's me in the Deftones just talking to each other like they're having a fag at the back of the Krang Awards. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, I, was and I guess it's like what we said earlier as well. When like you go from strength to strength, it's like it doesn't feel that surreal because you were at that yeah. last step before. So well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get uh, and then when you step, like, oh, off I belong. Yeah, step one hundred, it looks high. Like you know, what yeah. I mean? So and then uh, I spent my time at that level or whatever. And as soon as that ended, and I was like, oh, this is. I want to go back on that right now. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh no, sure. I'm not having the buzz, the thrill. So like, I get actually, I guess. It's quite. I'm interviewing you now. <laughs> um, Turn around. because no, I, I was gonna say, um, but I kind of gather, obviously, with the blackout ending kind of thing, it, you definitely weren't ever like happy as such about it. Like, do you get what I mean? Oh Is yeah, it, I was never happy, but I know. Because I was gonna say, like, when did you start getting the itch again? But oh, then I, I realized it probably didn't ever go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I thought you were gonna say about two minutes after the first <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, no, I never really left because, like, I genuinely believed that that when I was. EP came out hmm. people would listen to it and be like oh this reminds me of the best in town or it was banging as well and I, my I life. thank you very much banging EP um, yeah because people had obviously you'd start a party and gone 
they're too happy or those songs are not as good as the best in yeah. town or whatever and then I think yeah, people are too like I, I think people are really hard to kind of I think once you have them you have them and then once you lose them it's hard to get them back yeah, you know that's a it's big very thing difficult about. to get them back in it feels like you've like to them you, you've betrayed them I yeah yeah and like, a big thing is it's well, how I feel like, about bands I listen to as well yeah true yeah I agree and like and it's tough because yeah it's nobody's fault really yeah you just gotta, yeah. Just gotta make sure you do yeah, the right it's, thing it's, as much as you can. You know, we wanted to grow. We wanted to write these songs. We were happy. We were partying. Start yeah. the party. <laughs> and then everybody else like, stop that. Stop the party. Stop that party. Uh, <laughs> Turn the lights on. Everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, mum's off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking brilliant. Any more, Mark? <laughs> You've stumped me on that. That was good, that was. That was, that was really good. So where can people find you and the band stuff? So holdenabsence.com is like the website. The hub. Um, we're kind of lucky, actually, because our, our name isn't like Holden Absence UK or no, because it's, um, it's a song by a band called Hammock, Holding Your Absence. So that's kind of oh. where it came from. So it's not really like a saying as such, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, it's just literally our name. Lucky. Um, and our album is also our name, um, but yeah, like we're t- we're touring the UK, and I just we just really want to like just cane it now. I, I just think like we aren't like no, I'm 24, dude. Like I always think uh, I know Haley Williams listens every week, um, <laughs> but like you know Haley Williams she still hasn't followed me back on Twitter after <laughs> I blocked her. <laughs> but uh, you know, like when I look back at how young, like she's five years older than me, I think. Um, you know, and like one of my like probably my second scene show was to watch them round about the same time I watched you guys, and yeah. like. Uh, like she would have been like 19 you know and I think like I'm 24 like Brand New Eyes came out six years ago hypothetically in my life like so yeah it's just it's weird so I guess there's no excuse now I just need to kind of just need to smash it yeah stop comparing yourself to other people as well that's another thing (laughs) okay yeah because I like like, everyone everyone listening just do it because like comparisons literally the joy of thief uh, the yeah. thief of joy the joy of thief the joy of thief is nice thieving well remembered well remembered the saying backwards I didn't know where you were going with that yeah. to be honest the thief of joy yeah. emo band name that is it is mm. yeah. yeah we start a band yeah that's three that's three like blink Team. that'd be good what do you play more uh, guitar and or bass and all so, bass yeah. there you go I'm so terrible drums. Music. <laughs> I can play a couple of bits and bobs can you play drums yeah. Tidy, we got a drummer and guitarist. Hang on. I'll do yelling. Hang on. You used the original drummer for Breakdown Face. <laughs> no! Oh, no. <laughs> uh, all my, all my ghosts have followed. Got, got some sort of uh, mention in this. I saw a photo of you and Colin the other day, the one of... <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Honestly, that was, a, that was another thing, though. I guess another lesson kind of that I always like to think I've learned over the years is like I literally in 2010 started Breakdown Face with Colin, who's like four years older than me and Taff, my best friend. Yeah. And like... Originally, we just wanted to cover Enter Sandman at the talent show, um, and then we we realised that obviously we <laughs> couldn't play it. Like, but uh, I just think like the fun I had in that band and and just the the carefree kind of attitude, it, it always like really kind of like strikes a chord with me when I look back on it. It's like now I just it's not a bad thing. I love everything about where I'm at right now, but like I just know I am on a tightrope, you know, and I I know my kind of life life does hang a little more in the balance, and what I do actually matters, you know, and I think. For younger musicians, it's just a case of like just have fun while you can, really. Because if you want to make music for ten years, like it isn't always fun, you know. Yeah. So and breakdown face was kind of fun. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think that's a perfect ending. It is, yeah. Have uh, fun, everyone. Yeah. Breakdown face to hold an absence and have fun. Here we are, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Check out the album from Holding Absence called Holding Absence. <laughs> <laughs>
Check out the album. Go, <laughs> check out the album "Holding Absence" by the band Holding Absence. It is out now. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank Lucas. you for having me. Appreciate it. It's been fantastic. Yeah, get at us um, at twitter.com forward slash sappeningpod or instagram.com forward slash sappeningpod. Let us know your thoughts on the old and absent stuff and we will retweet the best comments, even if they're dreadful, which they know they won't be. So yeah. that's how confident I am. And don't cheat by saying play reckless. <laughs> yeah, please don't say it. <laughs> Fuck you if you say it. Anyway, cheers, Lucas. Thank, Thank you. Yeah, boy. Nice yeah, boy. We did it. Yeah, right, pe- press record and we'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to Sammy Podcast. Sweet. That was Lucas Woodland of Holding Absence fame. Yes, with their new album, Holding Absence. Yep. Good on. Good on, boys. Um, very, yeah, very excited about it. We got to hear it early, didn't we? Oh, we did, yeah. Which was uh, very, very kind of uh, Lucas and Lucas's management and label and stuff to send it to us. So thank you very much. Make sure you check it out and support the guys. Um yeah, they had a tour cancelled uh, recently, which was um, no fault of their own. It was due to... Uh, yeah, allegations. Allegations. Of, uh, capsize, Yeah, against believe. somebody from a bank called Capsize. Um, but yeah, so that's nothing to do with all absence. But they have rescheduled some dates, haven't they? They have. They've now, since that interview was recorded, uh, have announced that they'll be out from around the UK from the 21st of March to the 29th. Nice. Playing all across Cardiff, London, Southampton, Birmingham, Leeds, Hull, Glasgow, and Manchester. I can't believe you remembered all them without all of them, checking yeah. out the dates. I know, right? It's also, um, Luke Rains is on tour with them. Yes, and the band called The Nightmares. Yes. Oh, I like very much. Band from South Wales called The Nightmares. Best band name I've ever heard. Great songs, cool style, lovely people. Oh, brilliant. Do you know what I'm do you know what I want? I what? want an enemy. An enemy? I am I don't talk enough shit on this, I don't think about people. I know I talk shit, but I mean I don't talk ne- you know, I've never got a proper What am I trying to say? Right, everyone we've interviewed so far has been really, really cool. Okay, so you've liked all of our guests. Yeah. Right. Do you wanna book a guest that you hate and then you can just go satin in, don't like you, and then go like that? Do you wanna book someone know. you don't get on with? While you up a bit? Get the deep, meaningful answers of the questions you've always wanted to ask them. We've got it, yeah. But we've got that any week, every week when you just burst out a pun. That slowly happened. Like I just instantly flick a switch, and I'm like, oh no, I want to murder Morgan now in the head. Oh, yeah, got, don't say you got murder on your mind again. Uh, is that going to loop, loop to the intro of this? I should hope so. Um, yeah. So uh, anyway, rambling again. Sorry. Holding absence album. Holding absence is out now. Available now. Make sure you go check them out. Go to holdingabsence.com as well. And uh, they are lovely, lovely, lovely chaps. A great band. He's got a fantastic voice. Yeah, and the songs ranging from all different kinds of styles on the record as well, as we mentioned in the interview. So I think there'll be a bit for everyone in there. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Lucas reminded me of the best parts of Alid Phillips and Matt Davis from Funeral for a Friend. Do you think? I think it's a little mashup between... Yeah. Oh. I think, um, yeah, if Alid and Matt Davis, like you and Alid, if you and Alid had a baby, you would have young Phil Collins. Okay. I think if Matthew Davis of Funeral for a Friend, not The Blackout, um, and Alid Phillips of Kids in Glass Houses had a baby, it would come out looking like a, a vibe. 
it would come out like Lucas. I don't know why the continuing mention of Alan on this podcast is him having multiple children. I don't know. Maybe he's... I don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm just saying, whatever... I don't know if he... Yeah, I don't know what his sexual uh, prophylactic uh, preference is. That's a big word. Thank you. Oh, sorry, a bit of wind. Um, yeah, so anyway, so that's... Uh, that's the end of this podcast, I think. Yeah. Oh, um, another big shout out to um, Hold Lampsons. We'll be at 2000 Trees, as I mentioned earlier oh, as well. Yes. And So were we? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're hopefully Is that going. confirmed or what? I don't know. We hadn't pre- previously announced that, did we? No. Piss. Um, <laughs> Ta da. <laughs> hey, big reveal. Where'd you go? Yeah, so I think, yeah, we're apparently. Sartman is going to uh, 2000 Trees. I don't think we are headlining, as mentioned, though. No. But, um, well, I don't know if... We, we'll be here somewhere, though. Well, hang on. We're quite friendly with Death of Honor and Yumi at Six. If yeah. they want to bring us out on stage... You've got a song with Yumi at Six, so that's what I'm planning. They bring us out on stage, and they stop their set, live sat in podcast in the middle. That's dreadful. <laughs> Imagine there'd be nothing worse. Kids, like, jumping up there and going, yeah, yeah. Go on, tell me I'm the underdog. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Sa- what did you do? Something. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, these pay. Oh, the world's most boring Welshmen are together at last. Um, no, but we're going to be at 2000 Trees, so if you say us, if you see us, if you say us, if you see us, shout Sapnin'. Um, I'm going to be greedy here. Some of the best ice cream I've ever had has been at 2000 Trees. So if you see us... Give us some ice cream. Go and buy us an ice cream. Your ego's gone through the roof since starting this. <laughs> I've noticed that you've gone from... <laughs> yeah. You were a meek, shy, lovely person, Morg. And now I'm seeing this confident... You don't like it, do you? Arrogant beast. No, I don't mind. I've, oh, oh, okay. I've spent a lot of time around people like this. Um, oh, people like this? People like this. Um, bastards, that is. Um, but well, yeah, uh, anything else? Thank you very much to the Patreon people. Them. We have to give them a shout out. Well, right? Massive love for them, always. Yeah, always, always. Check out patreon.com for slash sapnin, S A W P E N I N. Those people are as follows Paul Hirschfield, Emma Barber, Kylie Wheeler, Scarlett Charlton, Amy Evans, Big John Price, Martina McManus, sounds like a tennis player, isn't. Mark Platten, Marcy Jacobson, Jake Bolter, Scott Jones, and the fantastic Jenny Robinson. Wonderful. I love all of those people because they are patrons and they love us, maybe. I don't love know. us? I don't know. I just go They're that. helping us out, buddy. That's what I mean. Um, Thanks for that. Yeah, cheers. Genuinely. What I'm trying to say is thank you very much and I appreciate you more than you know. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> you meant that then. I, I, could, f- I could feel yeah. you meant that. Yeah. Strange for him because his ego is going through the roof. So, um,. Thank you very much again. This has been episode 15, is it, Morg? Correct. Jeez, how have we been allowed to make 15 of these? I don't know. It doesn't matter how easy it is, right, when you think about it, to make something like this. Get it up, put it out. Well, I don't know. We You said that. We spent ages yeah, that's before true. trying that's to true. even get episode one and all the stuff and everything ready to... I mean, once you start, once you get going and we're together and we've got stuff planned, nobody's stopping. Like, nobody <laughs> combs these first and goes, you shouldn't be allowed to say this and put this out. Oh, right, yeah, well, I'd kind of say that to you, though, if there's anything. Yeah, that's true. You have cut out some hilarious jokes I've made before now. So, um, anyway, that's the end of this week's podcast. Next week, um, another guest. Yeah, we'll be back, episode 16, and it'll be bigger than ever before, maybe. You don't know. Maybe you check out and find out for yourselves. Oh, nice. Cool. Well, that's it, I guess, is it? I think so. Um, I can't think of anything else to say, apart from free ice cream is always appreciated. Yes. 
2000 trees 2000 trees slam down a download we're gonna wander into the crowd so come and see us and let's talk shit on the podcast yeah sweet i love you very much please never die keep your tongue out don't be sick something You're listening to Sabling Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.